Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Happy day. Whenever you're listening to this, let's get into the messiness that is Southern charm. Oh, Taylor. I mean, she just really is digging herself a deeper hole. Like, I think... In that moment when she said to Olivia, like, you know, I said to Austin, do we explore this? I talked to my family about it. He talked to his family. I think she should have said, I am I am developing genuine feelings for him and I can't fight them. As a friend, I think she should have said that. I mean, it's obvious that they both are interested in one another. And you're going to say that to her, but then say, like, we decided not to. Like, I get why Olivia was crushed. Like, you know, Taylor, you're here, like helping her pick up the pieces and you're acting like you're this middleman giving her like info on how Austin's doing and saying like, he's asking about you and all the things, but like all the meanwhile, you're thinking about possibly dating him or exploring, like taking the friendship to the next level. Like it's pretty shitty. And it's going to be even shittier when she finds out that they slept together. Like I was waiting for the ball to drop in the sense that she would bring up the sleepover. But I think Taylor knew she couldn't keep a poker face in that moment and knew that Olivia would oh, yeah, question her, yeah. that she was screwed. And I think that moment is coming, but it's very hypocritical and funny because in the beginning of the episode, we have Taylor and Austin hanging out with their liquid, not liquid IV, but their IV, which yeah. I feel like we're going to do I in asked. Vegas, by the way, yeah. I was like taking, I was like, man, this looks kind of amazing. But she's like, women can have, um, she was just very like, why people are like, so like appalled that we're friends. Like you can be friends with guys. And I'm like, yes, women can have male friendships for but sure. Typically. And this goes with both genders. You're not typically friends with the ex friends, like continuing, like that's where it gets hairy. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I see maybe too, like, you know, she and Austin became friends because of like, you know, Olivia and hanging out through Shep. Like it's a little bit more tangled. It's Charleston. They see each other a lot. I think you could actually still make an argument that like, it's not 
crazy that they're friends, but it's so obvious that they're more than friends. Like friends will see each other at parties. Our friends will say like, hey, I'm actually grabbing lunch at this place, like right by where you work or right by like your house. Would you want to like meet me for a burger? Friends aren't spending the night. They're not, I don't know, like even the whole IV thing and just hanging out. I'm like, this is more than just what you do with a friend. Um, And I mean, I think it's just because we also know, like not only, I think we all know they probably hooked up during that sleepover that they're just lying about that. But we do know they they eventually hook up on the cast trip. So it's like, it's not just a one-time mistake. And I don't think that means it's like, I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but I think it would make it more forgivable if it was like, hey, I was in a really dark spot. So was Austin. We were very drunk. Something happened. We're not like, that's it. We're like, we're not going to ever do it again. But the fact that like, we all know it happens again. It's like, this is so shitty and Olivia doesn't deserve it. No, it's it's very shitty, and it just, like, makes me laugh at Taylor. Again, me saying this, I'm not super religious. I believe in a higher being, whatever. But when she's just like, I needed Jesus. And I didn't <laughs> go of, to him. I didn't go to him. I went to Austin's D instead. I mean, sharp uh, so. left. I, I mean, I, there's other places – you know, if you're not going to Jesus, I don't, you could go to your mom, your sister, a friend, <laughs> uh, a gay guy. Like, I mean, there's so many other safer options than a man who is like known for sleeping with a lot of women, especially their friends. Like we saw it at the nail salon, yeah. Greg and Shep. And they're like, yeah, Austin's been known to hook up with our ex-girlfriends. Like, Yeah. Like this isn't like, oh no, I'm just like the guy that's friends with the girls. Like that's not him. Now I will say, and call me a hypocrite, and I know I am, I randomly love the idea of Olivia and Shep being friends. And I think some of that is more proximity, like living really close to one another. Like I, he came over to help her with a light bulb, but I'm like, not that I think Shep is necessarily a victim on all this. Like I have very little sympathy for him. I do think he will end up being a good support system for Olivia when all the shit hits the fan. I think Shep, he's annoyed both of us, the shit out of us for many, many years. For those of you listening often, you've heard us, you know, he's definitely got Peter Pan syndrome. He definitely cheated and treated Taylor like shit. I think we can all agree on that. But I do think when it's truly a platonic level I do feel like he ha- has like somewhat a good head on his shoulders. You know, look at him and Cam. There. Like they were good friends. Yeah, nothing they were ever good. happened. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do feel like he has it in him to be a good friend. And I'm with you on that. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the girls party. Um, Vanita, hostess with the mostest. If any of y'all yeah. aren't following Vanita on Instagram, I followed her pre-Southern Charm just purely for her aesthetic. Like she's just always so well put together. It's mm-hmm. very aspirational, but she truly like practices what she preaches in terms of her party hosting skills. But what did you think about the girl get together? I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was interesting, like the advice they were all giving Taylor and then knowing everything and knowing she just like, doesn't listen to any of it. Um, but no, I, I mean, I thought it was really good. Uh, I thought the party was fun. I, I just like, it's so hard watching this, knowing what's going to happen. Cause like, oh yeah, Olivia being like, I don't think it's weird. Like you've been like, you know, so great to me. And I'm like, oh, I mean, it's really not on the same level, but it's like kind of watching Scandal all over again. Yeah. On see, a different scale. Like at yeah. least they were broken up. But yeah, I, I'm with you. And I've made the comparison. I feel like Taylor is Rachel 
2.0. Like I feel yes. like there's similar self-destructive behavior there driven by the attention of a male. Like I think there's something there. We could have a whole nother episode unpacking all of that. So I'm not going to bore she, you guys with those details. Yeah. I feel like Taylor is someone who is very, very easily manipulated and easily um, convinced to do something for a guy. I mean, she quit her job, you know, traveled with Shep, like, you know, all those things when like, even like when he asked her to do it, she's like, I don't have like this trust fund that you do. Like I have to work. Like I have bills to pay. I, you know, like I have things I have to like afford in my life. I can't just go on a two month long trip and not worry about it. And then she ultimately ends up doing it, you know? So I feel like she's just someone so easily manipulate manipulated. And Rachel was very much the same way. So I mean, I can't get this comparison out of my head, but someone had tweeted that Taylor was on the wrong show, like should be on The Bachelor. And like yes. every time I watch her, I have that. <laughs> yeah, she got lost. Like I have that like thought process in my head. I did think it was funny. So I want to get your thoughts. So Madison straight up is like, I think Austin's in love with you. Do you think she knew when she said that, that they had hooked up? I think she knew about the rumor of the sleepover. She probably didn't have confirmed that they like hooked up and slept together, but I think she knows Austin better than probably anybody from a female perspective. I'm sure the guys actually know even more than she does. But um, I, just like any of us, it's like um, Austin's not having a platonic sleepover. This wasn't just a you crashed on his couch and passed out and woke up the next morning like, oh, weird, I'm going to leave. So I think she knew about the sleepover. I don't think it was confirmed, but I do think she was coming from a place of like, I think they definitely hooked up. What is your take on the conversation that Rod had with Austin? Basically, Rod just straight up being like, hey, man, I'm dating. I'm I'm interested in Olivia. Rod is too good for this show. Like, I am like, we need to protect Rod at all costs. Um, Because, like, you know, he really showed a lot of, like, just, I think, like, romance and chivalry for our first date with her with, like, getting the bread and just be, I don't know. He was just really cute. He's very funny, very charming. Um, and then the fact that he went to Austin about it and was like, look, I'm going to be straight up with you. This is what's happening. I don't need to hear from other people. I want to like, I like respect that and appreciate that. And we all know that Austin not only would not do the same thing, but did not do the same thing when it came to Taylor and going to Shep. So, um, I thought, no, I thought it was really great that Rod did it. I'm a huge Rod fan. I think Rod and Rodrigo are going to be my hands down, like two favorite guys on this show. I thought it was his reaction kind of baffled me. He reminds me of the type of person, like the guy that like was like the coolest guy in high school and always had like really pretty girlfriends. But it was like, if the girl ever moved on, he freaked out, but he can move on as much as he wants. Austin has that same like mentality. Like, well, I want everybody to still want to be with me and pining over me, but I'm going to move on and sleep with whoever I want. I just like laughed because to me, it felt like very Austin, like awkward. He's like, should we uh, take a shot? Like he yeah. just didn't know what I to do. I only knew how to cope with things through he alcohol. He was very stunned. Yeah. Like considering all the drama that's happened on that show, like that's like, I felt like he was very caught off guard by someone just being adult-like and being mature and just saying, hey. So you don't hear it from anyone else. Rod has like an East Coast influence. Like I need to like dig deeper into him because he's he's just like direct and like is going to say it to someone's face. And that kind of gives me more of like a New York East Coast vibe where it's like, I'm not going to let you find out from other people. You know, he wasn't afraid of the confrontation. 
which I kind of liked. Yeah. I mean, I think he was like very stoic. Like he's like, okay, bro. Like I think he would have a very good like comeback. Like what are you going to do? Like, yeah. You guys are broken up. up. You're having sleepovers with Taylor. I'm going to have a sleepover with Olivia. I'm hoping that Olivia gives him a chance, but I feel like you predicted and you mentioned, I think it's not going to pan out that way, but who knows? There's still more to come with Southern Charm. I also want to give a mini shout out to shout out to Jerry. Um, he made an appearance this episode. Craig's business manager. He is a friend of ours. So I just I love to it give when he's on out. because like they like only use scenes of him being very business like when he's like, yeah. nope, you can't see her. That's not going to happen. It's like, I don't know. It just makes me laugh because um, Jerry is laugh as well. not that like rigid and strict in real life. But he also is very much like business focus, which is why he's very successful. Yeah. Shout out, Jerry. Shout out to Jerry. Okay. Before we dive into Orange County, we're going to be taking a quick ad break. Hoping to budget your food expenses this fall, get more bang for your bite with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping with no hidden fees, so you can count on great value week after week. Plus, only pay for what you need with pre-portioned ingredients. I think for me, one of the best parts about this is takes the stress out of planning a meal. I've tried so many different meal kits. What I like about every plate is that it is actually high quality ingredients. The seafood is sustainably sourced and it tastes good. The meals are great. Kyle's a chef in our family. I think it's, I think in the busyness of having younger children, both of us having full-time jobs, like having a resource like every play and knowing the affordability of it makes it really, really easy to kind of implement into your family's um, budget and lifestyle. So they have with 26 tasty and affordable recipes. They have also, they have options for you as in convenient sides, lunches, and snacks. Um, it's honestly worth checking out. So Get $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code 49realmoms. That's 49realmoms all together. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49 real moms. That's up to $110 value, something worth considering as we get busy and busy in the fall winter months. Hopefully fall weather is just right around the corner. I feel like it's been unseasonably warm everywhere, particularly in the Midwest, but I truly cannot wait to get to wear my Jenny Kane cashmere Uh, As the temperatures drop, it's so soft. It's so comfortable. Both Vanessa and I um, have the fisherman, uh, the cashmere fisherman hoodie. And I will say at first, I was like, I'm going to spend how much? I'm going to have a cashmere hoodie. But when you think about something that you're wearing all the time that makes you feel good, comfortable, I've been wearing it in the summer too, like inside, um, just as I get a little chill to warm me up. It's something like really you can wear almost all season. And um, even though it is cashmere, it's definitely on the lightweight side. I just, I don't know. I love just slipping into it. I um, looks really cute. It's a great like oversized fit, comfy, and just kind of an effortless pull together. It's a great way to just kind of give yourself uh, a little extra treat and, um, you know, a little bit of a splurge as well, in which we all need every now and then. So um, I have 
gotten so many compliments just like in my house when I'm wearing it because it's been so warm outside. When people come over to drop something off or pick it up, like, what is that? They like want to feel it and touch it because it's so soft. And instantly everyone's like, I need to go get that for myself. So they have just an amazing selection of different sweaters, V-necks, as well as home um, furniture pieces, cozy throws, perfectly curated decor. And they have an incredible rewards program where you can earn 10% back with every purchase and joining it is completely free. Find your forever pieces at jennycane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code REALMOMS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code REALMOMS. Let getting dressed be one less thing you worry about. Okay. Moving on to the finale of Orange County. I want to start this by saying, leave Heather alone. (laughs) How much can this Mr. Bro fancy pants endure? She stands up to every argument. She's not afraid. She doesn't like storm off. She handles confrontation. But I'm like, let the mouse go, ladies. We're grasping for straws here. What are your thoughts? I think this shows Tamara's hold on the group because I truly feel like no one heard her say, I did not call you guys losers. I called Noella a loser, which I find hilarious. The fact that it's like, no, I don't think you guys are losers. Noella is like, she had no problem calling Noella a loser, which did make me laugh a little. Then she's like, shows up to the lunch with Gina to be like, listen to the podcast where Teddy says, Tamara's like, I got to go. I'm not hanging out with these losers. So, I mean, I think it only like goes to show that it was Tamara that said it, but for some reason, the women were very slow to believe her. I don't, I really am kind of a little bit confused on why like Gina and Emily, it's like, they they just want like very quick back to like Tamara. And maybe it's what, you know, Terry and Heather were talking about, like the cool girl likes them now. And so they feel like special, but I don't know. I was just like, has, did nobody listen to Heather? Like, and I love Emily. Uh, but I was just like, did you not hear her say that she never called you guys losers? Like, I don't understand why Gina now feels like their friendship wasn't as strong. Well, and also when she did find out that t- it was Tamara, she's like, well, Tamara's been like this with me for years. But it's at okay. the reunion, it's okay. Yeah. But at the reunion, she then apologized to me. And I'm like, wait, like, I feel like Heather's trying to make things somewhat right with you, but you guys are speaking like a foreign language to each other and you're not like hearing each other. You're just kind of going back and forth. I love a Emily Heather feud, to be honest, because it's like it's with so wor- more with words yeah. than with well, hands and yeah. like low blows. But it's just very entertaining to me. I will say, I think those are the only two that could actually handle um, a feud and not like Like, I think they both are comfortable and confident in who they are, that they're going to throw these blows at each other, but it's not going to, like, send them into a spiral. Like, could you imagine had Heather called Shannon Snuffleupagus? She would have been in tears. She would, it would have ruined the whole night. Like, I mean, I just think these are two people that maybe can take it a little bit more than some of the others. And if you said it to Tamara, she's going to spin it and turn it into, like, somehow you, like, you know, are body shaming, fat shaming, all these. I mean, she'll make it, like, such a bigger deal. Um, so yeah, I kind of like the feud, I'll be honest. Um, but I don't, I mean, I don't like anybody coming for my Emily, but I know no, you no, can no, stand no. up to them. Um, I, th- Jen needs to leave this. This is not, 
I feel like Jen is so incredibly insecure. Like that conversation with her and Ryan and just talking about finances and putting a lawyer and retainer and all of that. Like she's really worried about getting screwed. And like women's intuition is usually on par. And this dude does not have a good track record. And of course, when he's put on camera, he's not going to be like, Oh, I love you. Yeah. Oh, no. But like there's multiple women like admit. Oh, yeah. but I think too, when he's on the camera, he's going to be like, of course I want you to divorce him and I want to marry you and all these. I don't know. I'm kind of like, if I'm her, is Ryan bringing that much to the table? Like, I'm sort of like, well, do I just kind of stay married and have like a little more financial, build myself up for financial independence? And this will go back to, you know what? Ramona has said a lot of terrible out there, crazy things. But I do think one of the best things she's always said to Avery and just says in interviews, as a woman, if you do not have financial independence you will like always end up with the wrong guy and you'll never be able to get out of it. And I feel like this is Jen, you know, the fact that like, she's not making any money from the yoga studio. I think she's reliant on her current, but soon to be ex-husband's finances. Yeah, no, it's not a good spot and she's going to get a check, but I'm like with housewives and granted earlier first seasons, first timers, it's not as lucrative, but she's going to get a taste of the fame and going to want more. It's literally a tale's oldest time. We've seen it with some ex housewives, peace out Noella, like (laughs) Bronwyn, like they, once they get a little taste of it, they want it. And it's just not, I don't know. I just see, I think all of us as viewers have watched the show and we're so seasoned that we know what the story is going to be for her in Mm -hmm. the coming seasons And it's not going to be a good one, assuming she comes back in that capacity. I personally think she may serve better as a friend of. 100%. She can control how much of her life is. I think there's a lot of people that thrive friend of. And we've like said this several times. And I could see her. I don't know if I'd say she'd thrive, but I think she could be a good friend of. Um, I I think it'd be a better role for her, especially if she's going to navigate this divorce and whatever thing, whatever is going to come with Ryan. Um, but let's take a little bit of a, a pivot and a turn. <laughs> Would you ever go over to someone's house to try their new at-home colonic product before it hits the market? No, and I wouldn't have done it. I would have I thought, never done it. Like seeing that little plastic tube and she's no. like sit on it. Like, no, no, I would no. have not done it. I'd be like, Shannon, you do it and show us yeah. how well it works. Like you you also, are you that hand. like, are you that backed up? I also like, I'm like, can some, someone who's a doctor, I feel like, um, are colonics r- really like necessary to like maintain health? Like, I don't know. It just seems to me like you shouldn't be doing that often. Like if you're that backed up, you should be incorporating more fiber into your daily diet. Maybe you need to be using a gentle laxative for a little bit, but like, it's not normal to be needing colonics frequently. No, I, I would agree with that. Again, we're not experts in that field. Yeah. So any GI doctors want to like, let me know. Come, I could be let us know. Yeah. We can stand to be corrected, but no, I, I would agree. I think in my now 38 years of life, I've gone to my primary doctor and never have they said, honey, you need to, have you considered a colonic? Yeah. Have you gotten a colonic? Like I get colonoscopy obviously for your health, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a don't knock it till you try it type of thing, but I also feel like I don't need to try it. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. I do know people, I remember it was like a big thing. Like I hate saying this phrase, but remember like, like the heroin chic look of like, Nicole Richie, Lindsay Lohan, oh, like yeah, they the were like 2000s. real yeah. skin, skinny, like just like so tiny, 
bones visible. I remember like hearing about like celebrities and stuff doing colonics. And there were like, I know a friend who did one because they said it's a great like weight loss, like lose your blow before like an event. And they did not have positive things to say. They're like, yes, I was less bloated, but like it also kind of like dehydrates you because it like shoots like water up your butt to flush everything out. So I just, I don't know. I just tread lightly, everyone, if you're considering Yes, yes. Don't do a professional. Don't do an at home. Also like the sanitary concerns I have with all of that. Like there's a lot of red flags. So please don't fall for this trap. Yeah. I think all of our listeners are very intelligent and smart and that you won't because you're listening to us. Duh. But don't fall. Don't (laughs) fall for that trap. Um, Let's talk about the party. Uh, What did you think of the theme? I liked it, except everybody went with Lion Tamer, which was like kind of like not everybody, but a lot. I thought it was, you know, they committed to the costumes. It was great. Um, God, Taylor. She is just like, give her a few too many drinks and she just cracks me up. Um, She also had like her Oklahoma accent, which the more I thought about it and listened to it, it actually sounded a little bit more Northern Midwest. I'm like, did you have, did you spend some time in Minnesota? Um, But her accent was killing me. Like the more she like was drinking and talking, I was like, oh, this, I don't know. I died when she ate like half of that ice cream. Yeah. And they put it like in slow-mo. And I was like, oh my God, Taylor, that like that's like an automatic brain freeze. Like yeah. I think But I mean like, that is I mean she not, did it was it. not quite her cotton candy moment. No, it was like she deep throated that ice cream. Like it, yeah. <laughs> it was wild. But the funniest thing to me about Taylor is that like they showed it and Gina was like hilarious in this in her confessional, but over and over and over again, she was a broken record. She had it in her mind before the party. This is going to be my fight with Heather. And it's going to be that she went to get her soup and she didn't come back. And then I wasn't able to see, you know, my I mean, I niece be or friend yeah. couldn't meet up with them. And I was just like, Taylor, Go without her also, yes. I would like Taylor and I could never be friends because like I always say I'm going to be right back. And then I jump in an Uber and I go to the hotel. I go to the Airbnb. I go to my house. Um, I don't know. I also thought that was so random that she was like, I'm going to get soup. Anyone who said I'm going to get soup and then I'm going to come back to go to a club. 100% is not coming. You don't you don't eat, drink soup before you go to the club. That's just not that's not a pre that's not a pre gaming uh, meal. (laughs) No, it's not. But also, like, just call her. Like, it you can be so mad. Bizarre. But it was just, like, very bizarre. And I felt like Jen was, like, trying to get in on it. And then, like, I think as time went on, she's probably like, okay, wait, this is actually pretty stupid. Like, this is yeah, such I'm a gonna, dumb fight. I'm going to back away. Uh, I loved watching Tamara spiral and squirm. was like, well, who's she talking about? Um, Heather talking to everyone. Who's she talking to you now? What's going on now? And I will say I loved Heather's confidence of coming in and be like, no. I am going to go straight to the point. I'm going to tell everybody what actually went down. And then when Gina's like, I'd like to get a photo, Heather's like, I don't care. I'll get a photo with everybody. And like, she didn't care. And then when Tamara was like trying to like, you know, be like, I don't think we're going to be friends or I'm mad at you. What I forgot what she said, but Heather so confidently was like, fine. And like walked away. It was so good. I'm like, this is the Heather we need. Yes. She was like strong, like held her own. Even though her costume, I did still don't know what she was. Like I didn't understand how that was circus theme. I think she, she I she I think she wanted to be like one of those people that was like, you know, do the acrobatic yeah, stuff, like, but they don't wear that. that. No, it looked like muscle like like I it, think right I love X-Men. Like I loved Emily from, being like, she's trying to be the whale trainer again. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, she definitely was. I was like, what is this outfit? And then she had like the rhinestones and 
I don't know. I mean, Shane's costume wins for me as a stick of butter. That was like the least Ugh. level of effort, but just like classic it was Shane. So funny. What was popcorn? I loved it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what was your like which side do you side with? Tamara or Heather? Actually, Heather. Yeah. But I think we know Tamara lies. Like the fact that they're like, Tamara doesn't lie. She just saves something for later. I'm like, she a hundred percent lies. It's her that is her move is to embellish the truth, which is like by definition lying to make somebody else look back to stir up shit. Like, yeah, I'm on Heather's side with this. I'm on Heather's side, but I do enjoy Tamara's like pot storing. I also enjoyed Tamara's confessional making fun of Heather and like her strategy and was like kind of, she was like, she deflects. She says she's sorry. Like, I do think there's some truth to that, but also we know at the end of the reunion, which is coming up, they end up like hanging out, going to dinner together afterwards. So these two frenemies end up being like more on the friendlier term. That is Tamara though, in a nutshell, like her friendships. She, I can't think of one person she's had a consistent friendship with her and Shannon have been up and down. Her and Vicky have been up and down. Her and Heather have been up and down. Her and Emily, her and Gina, her and Jen, um, the other Gina, Gina Kehoe, um, God, I mean, who else? Like, I'm trying to think of like old school people that have been on OC, but I don't think she's had like a consistent friendship. Lori. Yeah, Lori. Oh, God. Just threw that one in there. I just, I love wanted, Lori, though. I know. She's I just their, wanted to throw her name. You know what? I would say the most winning housewife is probably Lori. Cause you look at, I mean, I know her son has been, it's been a tough life, but like she, though, I look at like, where she started and like now she's married to this rich guy. She doesn't need the show anymore. She doesn't do anything like within this like spotlight. She's just off being a lady of leisure. And I mean, ultimately that's my goal. So good for you, Lori. That's it's amazing, but all in all good finale for OC. The reunion's going to come up. Um, we will be unpacking all the reunion looks and all the things related to Bravo. There's a lot, we've got a lot of headlines to unpack. So be sure to check out that episode. Um, But before you do, this is the point of the show where we're going to continue to ask for your support. Thank you so much to everyone who's given us a five-star rating or written review. We're getting very, very close to our goal. We're about like a month away, a little over a month away from BravoCon. So please, please, please help us reach our goal. We're currently at 880, so 120 away from... So close. We started at like seven, like... Yeah, so 90? so close yeah. to that 1,000. Um, shout out to Celtic Mama. Um, thank you so much for your review and also just your constructive criticism of your feedback on Roni and Uba. So I, I completely, we appreciate that. Um, K-B-M-L-O-G-N-A, thank you for your review. Bucks for Fun, thank you for your review. Tristan, um, I can go on and on. It means the world to us. Truly, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we are coming up on our five-year anniversary, so what better way to celebrate with a thousand reviews at BravoCon and all thanks to you. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. So thank you always for your support. Um, so now here's the point where you get to make a choice. You can have a good day or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.